and I think that's important too for for people to be able to portray their story in their exact words. But we're in an interesting spot, which I think is where projects kind of succeed or fail. We got the juice, baby. And if we all on a round table, open discussion, things are gonna start happening. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Shrimp Tales. The last Shrimp Tales was uh, unbelievably relaxed and deep it was a great one i'm still like buzzing off that shrimp tails absolutely <laughs> the vibes were off the charts um we just started the pod we were talking for about a half hour beforehand catching up got to meet Liv. that was awesome shout out live hopefully shout Liv listens Liv. to this now now she has hopefully to. She'll listen to it now she has to this yeah you're right <laughs> um but yeah we, we were talking really good stuff that would be good stuff for this show so then we just started to uh press play because that's how every podcast works i feel like all the best nuggets are either before or after the podcast you know because then yeah. once you press record it gets a little crazy but <laughs> we were having too much too much planning we just we're a more of a natural natural show we just kind of roll with it make it happen yeah so on that topic let's talk about what you wanted to bring up which we postponed to talk about on the show which is shrimp of the week yes so i so just to start this shrimp of the week is bo mulbert one of my good friends uh shout out bo super excited shout out bo um but i i kind of switched it up a little bit the previous shrimp of the week's I have been calling them on the phone and kind of having like an interview style conversation with them and taking notes along with the conversation about what we were talking about. And that was great. And I feel like I was getting, you know, some really nice um, like human moments out of that. But it was also tough because I was literally not trying to be like, hold on, let me take notes on this real quick while we're mm -hmm. talking. I was mm -hmm. trying to just shorthand as much as I could. And so I felt like yeah. things, you know, could have could have kind of come out more in my voice instead of the shrimp of the week's voice. And I didn't want mm. every single shrimp of the week to be like, "Oh, Garrett Duncan, shrimp of the week again." <laughs> like, um, <laughs> true, true. Yeah. So this time I figured I I kind of got together four questions that I thought outlined what shrimp of the week is and i sent him to Bo, and i kind of let it rip let him rip on him um and he typed up you know his responses he's got about a paragraph for each one and i really like it and i, I asked him how he felt about it too and he liked that he was able to you know kind of craft what he wanted to say about himself and his shrimp story and really just nail it down and get it yeah, get it right. And I think that's important, too, for, for people to be able to portray their story in their exact words. Yeah, um, I like it. And so and I, I feel like that can flow into the current, uh, for anyone listening, the current has yeah. uh, has been neglected a little bit, but the current's coming back. <laughs> and this may be one of the good say. supporters. <laughs> I, I, think that's, I think that is the perfect way to get, like, just after the current literally list their questions i think if you know it's somebody who isn't anonymous we can get a headshot of them get a picture of their shrimp in there if they're anonymous or whatever just a picture of their shrimp and then boom mm -hmm. every week in the current shrimp of the week it's 
four questions, four paragraphs of just like, boom. And that also, you know, because it was you writing the current off of my notes of a conversation. So that's like two iterations away from the regular conversation already. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> I just, I just think this might be a lot smoother and just, I'll be able to send out questions, get them answered, assemble, you know, a headshot of shrimp and then boom, shrimp of the week. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about it a little chips. bit on, uh, on shrimp tails. I, Cause I, I think we should still continue to talk about it on shrimp tails because of course I like talking about it. Yeah, no, of course I, I like the new method. I think it'll be good. I think that has been a main blocker, honestly, of the current, not to anyone's mm-hmm. fault, but the fact of just like the information flow is was lag. like you kind of yeah, had an interview like there was interview. tough i agree mm-hmm. i agree a hundred percent so hit me shrimp of the week bo bo has so, been with us since day week. one bo has been with us since day one and yeah i've been knowing bo since before day one of the shrimp like i knew bo in college um so bo was born and raised in new orleans he says he's a proud shrimp holder. Love that. <laughs> uh, love his answer. Um, he went to ULL and graduated in kinesiology, uh, specializing in exercise science sales. And he's been working for Gifted Healthcare as their manager of client and customer success. Uh, and he's been with them for a while, and he honestly kills it at his position. Like he gets promotions like he always, he always t- we get really in depth talking about what he does and he's so passionate about it so love talking about that um he joined the shrimp it. got onboarded by luke luke didrickson you know got mm-hmm. all the new orleans shrimp involved big surprise yeah so is <clears throat> bo was bo i feel like bo was this like the starting point for the whole new orleans thing which is fitting because we're going to get into mardi gras here but like I yes. feel like he was the the plug, the New Orleans the plug for shrimp. shrimp. I think he told me about it, and then I started talking to Luke about it. Um, but yeah, so Bo, Bo I feel like is always kind of in on the alpha for the New Orleans guys, mm-hmm. and he, he still he, he like kind of Burley's the alpha guy for like y'all. Like I think Bo is probably our alpha yeah. guy, and so he, he started putting everybody on. Uh, I love Everybody's it. Got an That's awesome. Guy, right? Of course, of course. Uh, I love Bo's uh, when he sends like the pictures of the shrimp head on his, uh, mm-hmm. like on the gala pictures. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, him and his mom. Mm-hmm. That was great. It's a family, great. It's then, a family thing. Shrimp, it's a family thing. It is a family thing. So that kind of covers, uh, I got... One of the questions is, what is some general background info about you? Then another one was, how did you join the Shrimp Society? And then my last two were, what excites you most about being a part of the Shrimp? And then, uh, like, what is your ask? Uh, like, how, how the Shrimp can best support you? And so we can leave that um, up to the current but i actually did want to mention no i want to hear it i want to hear it I, okay 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 because yeah. i i wanted to mention it too so bo's ask was great because we had actually been talking about this uh on the team call his biggest ask is 
for Shrimp to be active in the Discord and participate in conversations. Uh, he says he thrives off the banter and the hard thought discussion and getting to know individuals in the group, which I feel like just boom, hit the nail on the head right there. Like that was yeah, a mic drop. Definitely. Um, definitely. No, that's, that's yeah. awesome. I, I love that. That's good. Incredible. Yeah, and that kind of ties into what excites him the most about uh, the shrimp was getting to know everybody, which I kind of agree with. He says um, he's already met some truly outstanding people and learned an incredible amount about the space that he, could, he couldn't have dreamt of knowing six months ago, which 100% agree. Yeah, so was he – was Bo like an NFT guy or – like no, was he? I don't. I don't know. I into don't NFTs think, before this? Not that I know of. And I mean, like I said, we're all we're all close. We all talk. We all hang out. So I feel like I would have known. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the shrimp. I, I'm pretty sure the shrimp was his first NFT actually as well. Wow, wow. Yeah, and then he's love kinda, to hear that. He's kind of just gone down the hole. I know he's got some rats. He's got a couple wanderers. Uh, yeah, I see him with the rats, with the gutter rats. He's all over Twitter yeah. with the gutter rats. <laughs> he's like the gutter rat king. Bo, Bo is killing <laughs> the game. Absolutely. Um, that's awesome. Well, shout out Bo. Bo, we love you. You've been an OG. You're also a troop, which is uh, you know, which is huge. The troops are. Our, Huge. our crew that helps you know lead the community and um yeah that's really interesting that i said that about the discord banter so we had our team call on monday all hands team call and that was kind of uh one of the main talking points that we were getting through was just how do we help create conversations in the discord not just um you know not just like hey what's up good morning like i love that yeah because i feel like um conversations kind of require to be more you know like present uh versus just dipping in and dipping out now jay mitch is working on something that should help i'm gonna bring it up here this is the first time you're hearing about this jay mitch is talking about having sunday dinner be no guest, just community conversation, like round table type of thing with the community. Thoughts. I like it. I, I so I like it. But because because that's originally what Sunday dinner was, right? It was originally just mm-hmm. an actual dinner, people having conversations. And we talked about in the team dinner or in the team call, though we really didn't have just like a round table like town hall um mm-hmm. besides just the general channel of the discord which i don't really think yeah. is enough especially when you're trying to form those close-knit relationships um so i do like the idea of that but i also think we need i guess we could just have like a twitter space or something if we found a good guest because i do like the fact that we bring guests to the shrimp society um, to kind of, you know, pitch what they got going on. And then it's a good way to promote, you know, even people within the shrimp or whatever. Like we had uh, Jadon talking about Miami Hack mm-hmm. Week a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's kind of like it's like it's cool to hear. Well, I think we might have a little lag, but I think um, 
I like and my thought is it's it's fun to hear stories from members so you you know and that's kind of the idea of the interview styles you get to hear more of that but at the same time at the same time it's like it's very passive right coming to sunday dinner right now is very passive you're you're hanging out and you're listening and maybe you'll talk at the end and ask questions which it's like hey it's sunday night maybe you're watching football maybe you're cooking dinner so that it was kind of like meant to be a little bit more stage audience but yeah jay mitch has a really good point of you know instead of having one person kind of tell their story or make their introduction what if it was just everybody who shows up and who wants to participate um my fear is that like that might put more of a uh burden on people contributing when they might want to be more passive but i guess those people can just stay in this in the in this in the stands right the people that want to talk will get up on stage and yeah i like that i th- i think that's good i just think what if that kind of that kind of gives the opportunity for dead space i don't know it depends i guess it depends on the turnout you know um i think may hmm, maybe you could have like like a soft guest of like maybe like the shrimp of the week if they wanted to like come on kind of get things going that's cool off um what about this what about this i like the idea of alternating because i think there's a really strong case Um, sorry my life is like kill me i think there's a really strong case for just listening while you're cooking sunday dinner in your I agree. apartment and you're just listening to a cool speaker and you're like wow this person's incredible this person's in the same community i can reach out to them and like they have hardships and they struggled in their business as well and if i have questions i'll ask them at the end i think that's more passive and you know you kind of know there's a structure to it which people generally like a little bit of you know reliability but then we alternate so then it's like next week it's just the community roundtable sunday dinner hop up let's talk let's get to know each other introduce yourself pitch your product you know yeah yeah and yeah pitch show yourself show whatever you want absolutely i 100 percent agree because i think yeah i think that's something that has really gotten a lot of success in the nft world it's just being able to have a twitter space or something and just put it out there, tweet it out there, you know, from a, a big account, whatever, like come hang out, talk about what you want. If you got a project, pitch it. If you got questions about projects, come ask your questions. Really just complete open flow of information between a lot of like-minded people who are passionate about the same subject. And I think the shrimp mm-hmm. itself is just an ultra focused version of that where I think we honestly got the potential to like, like, dude, like, I think some ideas could be born over, like, our roundtable Sunday dinners just in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Like, people, people having to be like, oh, man, like, we're going to have to connect outside of Sunday dinner about this and, like, mm-hmm. like really yeah. take this to the next level. I think, I think there's a potential for that because I really think that the shrimp, our shrimp, like, our people – we got the juice, baby. And if we keep this <laughs> all in a round table, open discussion, things are going to start happening. 
Yeah, no, that's that's totally true. I uh, I could I I could definitely see that as well, and I think that would be maybe even you know instead of it being kind of stories, you could have someone for those if we're gonna do an alternating week, then on the week where it's more community banter, you could almost have someone like present a problem, or I, I'm thinking maybe there's some sort of I don't know, topic. I, I don't know. I mean, people can talk about whatever, but I think it'd be cool to even have a little bit of cadence of like, hey, at 8.05, like, jump up on stage. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is not like, hey, what's up? This is, let's actually have a conversation. You know, that's yeah, going to be... I think, I think we can do that. Um, like, if we're alternating weeks like that, we can have our guest week, and then the next, the other week is just kind of like a whatever we want week you know we can announce it beforehand if we got somebody who came into the how can i help and had something like really interesting or really thought-provoking we can be like hey how would you feel about pitching that sunday dinner this week and we can talk about it and then if that lasts 10 minutes great then we just open it and if we don't have Mm -hmm. anything then it's just like who wants to come chat yeah and that can kind of also double as like our like office hours that we had talked about on the team call um where if we can get a couple obviously a couple members of the team would be there weekly and that's just like if anyone has questions about anything shrimp related we're here like we're kind of in the hot seat if if nobody else has anything yeah i like that I, i i feel that this is a good middle ground so Jay Mitch, if you're the one editing this after this, then I think we should do <laughs> biweekly. We <laughs> we should have we should have called them into this. But um but yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think dude, then no, people know this, hey we're talking, we're talking to Jay Mitch in the future right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, future uh, good Jay stuff. Mitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. He's gonna edit this and, and hear it. Uh, awesome. All right, so Shrimp of the Week, fire, love the new format. Sunday dinner, getting a little bit of a of a change up, which will be good. I We're gonna test that. it out. I think that's um, awesome. Some, I think it's gonna be cool. Yeah, definitely. Um let's talk Mardi Gras. Let's talk Mardi Gras. This is your wheelhouse. This is your wheelhouse. The Shrimp Society is official. We booked our Airbnb. For the team, we are going to Mardi Gras. Luke, Luke keeps calling it uh, Shrimpy Gras. <laughs> no, dude, I love, bro. All right, I will stand by. I said Shrimpy Gras first. I, I will find the receipts. That was the, you. You started that. Tech. I think it was me, bro. I think it was me. Shrimpy, Shrimpy Gras. Gras, and Luke says it, it with like, he says it with such a straight face. Uh, but we're, it's a go. We have a pretty awesome weekend lined up, February 25th, 26th, and 27th. On the 20, we're, the team's coming in the 24th. That's a Thursday, right? 24th. Yeah, 25th yeah, is Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we got to get set up. We got to get the Airbnb. We just got to get, gotta get boots on the ground. Um, I'm thinking I might have to, like, I don't know, depending on how things are, I might have to take off work that Friday. I don't know. Because I know I get Tuesday off, which – it's fat Tuesday, but like, I might, I might have to take a vacation day that Friday. And <laughs> it's going to be yeah, good. So Friday we have, 
exactly friday we have the luling mansion uh tech um dinner mixer which is gonna be really cool the luling mansion is a very historic place um in new orleans so that's gonna be kind of a you know shrimp plus invite of you know tech entrepreneurs and venture capitalists and stuff like that in new orleans then saturday is the big day on the parade route what's the specific parade that we're going to again do you know I think Endymion runs Saturday in the day. Can you explain it? Because I've I've never been to Mardi Gras. I've learned about it from you guys here. They explain the different parades, the crews, everything. Explain what people are getting into here if they come to Shrimp Mardi Gras. So, yeah. So the different parades uh, are all like a crew is just the people in the parade and you know that kind of goes back uh, whether it's you get in through family through like attending the balls getting invited over years and years but it's a real exclusive thing to be a part of a crew like to ride in a parade is like what what dictates that is it kind of like a who you know it's kind of like a club it's like like a like a frat type vibe yeah uh there are people in some of the older crews who trace it right back like all the way back to the beginning of mardi gras i'm sure like it's wow it's like that yeah like top top tier like i mean it's like lineage it's like a lineage it it yeah it can be you can get in if it's not like like you don't have to be blood related but that's definitely a way in um yeah it's almost kind of like an elite of society if you're like riding in mario not elite in the sense of like a white collar like you got a hell of money like but like in yeah. new orleans if you're riding in cloud. a girl parade like you got the cloud yeah <laughs> that's so awesome that's like yeah it's that's all awesome. doesn't matter how much money you have if you're not in the parade you got no money <laughs> you got yeah, no clout. facts um <laughs> yeah and so basically the parades i mean they close off the streets the parades are literally these massive floats that are getting pulled by like tractors or like trucks. Like, I mean, it's crazy. And they're just riding down the street, throwing things off of the float, like beads, uh, stuffed animals, you know, doubloons, everything to just crowds of basically people tailgating. Like you set up your tailgate and wait for the parades to come by and then, like, during the day, like, parades are rolling by and everyone is just, like, drinking having a great time, like, and it's, like, everyone's drinking and stuff, but it's, like, a family affair, too. Like, people got their kids running around, like, it's, it's so it's unique. Not like, it's, it's not, it's like, it's hard to describe. Yeah. I cannot wait. I can't wait. I mean, I've only def- been to New Orleans be, once. Can definitely be a little PG-13, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But you know, you gather that many people getting getting drunk at at one place, it'll be hijinks can happen. <laughs> yeah. What 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 blows my mind is that you gotta like camp out for the space, right? Yeah, so it's um you know, for for most of the spaces it's just first come first serve. You don't like buy a ticket to have your Mardi Gras space. Um you know, you can obviously like balconies and stuff, but if you're in the neutral ground, like with tents and stuff, 
most likely you had people camping out there the night before just like riding it out the neutral ground i love how it's called the chairs (laughs) i love how it's called the neutral ground it's just like yeah so epic the, the neutral ground is you have sidewalks on the side of the building and then you have streets that run you know opposite to each other and then in the middle is neutral ground which is basically just a very big median um and so it'll be like there'll be like streetcar tracks on there um or uh, like the bus stops will be on there but it's really just like a big median that separates the two streets like the two ways of traffic but people post up in there for mardi gras and it's plenty of space to just like go nuts uh throw up some, mm-hmm. some pop-up tents uh ladders put your kid on top of a ladder you're standing behind your kid on the ladder ah, throw me something <laughs> that's <laughs> uh, awesome have, have i cannot all, wait yeah. what do we what do we wear like what what do you wear do you wear like a, a costume i don't know like, so what no it's not it's not you can wear a costume by all means don't Tell you what to wear I might have to get a well, shrimp costume. All, no, we might have to get some shrimp costumes. Nobody can tell you what to wear to Mardi Gras. You wear whatever you <laughs> want to wear. If that's yeah, <laughs> whitey tidies to a shrimp costume, just like whatever. But <laughs> most the average Mardi Gras goer uh, probably gonna want to dress warm. It's probably gonna be cold. Uh, you know, it's. About two and a half weeks away. It'll be end of February, early March. Notorious. Really? Like how cold? Bro, Mardi Gras will sneak up on you. The wind in New Orleans, whoa. And it's humid. Like, you can be freaking cold, man. Um, Wow. But, yeah, long sleeves. So Mardi Gras colors, though, are green, purple, and gold. Uh, so okay. if you don't have like they have obviously like in New Orleans like specific like Mardi Gras themed stuff, but Mardi Gras colors are green, purple, and gold. So if you, you know, girls can like they'll like tie their hair up and then get like streamers and stuff or like face paint, and then like literally guys just like trench coats, whatever, like fur coats. I don't know, man. Mardi Gras is a trip. There, there is no limit. I'm, I'm very excited to feel the hospitality of the New Orleans shrimp. I think this is, we to me this is like, uh, we're on we're we're visiting team, we're on the same team. But it's yeah. like we're well, that's not the right analogy. It's like we're, yeah, we're I don't know we're like traveling to uh, we're visitors. You know, it definitely feels like visitors, and we're doing something yeah, cool. Hopefully. Don't, don't, uh, don't quote me on this, but hopefully we're doing something really cool on Sunday with a pretty, mm-hmm. maybe the biggest tech group in New Orleans. Um, so hopefully that comes through because that'd be really cool, right? Like when we talked about this yeah. from the get go, it was never about like just picking up like Miami shrimp and moving it there and doing an isolated thing. This is to like be a part and be within it be within new orleans get involved with the tech scene in new orleans like kind of 
ingrain ourselves as shrimp and and I, I i agree with your visitor analogy too because i live here but i feel as a shrimp like we're visiting the tech scene isn't really hot here so i think there's a really cool opportunity for us to kind of get in here and show the city that we got some life uh and that we want mm-hmm. to, to to connect and form a relationship between you know home base shrimp in Miami and New Orleans shrimp. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. And, and kind of like tangent, we're, we're, we're hitting the first multi-city meetup on the 17th. So I feel like that's going to be a really 17th. cool kind so of pumped. get people excited. Yeah, that's going to mm-hmm. be really fun. I know the New Orleans shrimp have their spot. The Miami shrimp, we're going to do pretty sure survey survey left traffic call. Um, and that's going to be a, a bi-weekly thing as well. I'm digging this bi-weekly cadence i like that it's good cadence on a lot of things um i think it is too and it gives people it gives you the ability to alternate stuff like if you're doing bi-weekly you can kind of slot like one and three two and four and then it also gives Mm -hmm. people time to kind of recharge like nobody's getting burnt out on a single event which i think now that i i mention it this is just completely not thought out but just i think that might kind of be happening like that I think so. We kind of see engagement coming down because we have, you know, Sunday dinner every single week. I think so. I I think that is like, that is 100% it is we're trying to, like, we have to provide ample opportunities and different opportunities for people to engage in the community. That's the tough thing is we need to have because everything offers a different level of commitment, uh, participation, physically cost, all, all sorts of different things, right? And in a perfect world, we've always set out to have, you know, a weekly virtual uh, event, a monthly physical event in all of our hubs, and a quarterly summit where we all go someplace that's a visit you know this is mardi gras we did miami hack week so we've we've been doing that monthly which is crazy and we got april right, coming yeah, up we're with having a Tech lot week. of physical stuff dude <laughs> yeah and it's almost like dang it's it's great it's 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 awesome it's definitely expensive but you also have a higher level of commitment but a higher level of value in my opinion to some degree right of in-person I connections i agree um mm-hmm. but they're you know virtual events are really good for learning physical events probably not the best for learning unless it's a panel or a workshop like we're doing that thursday we're doing a whole workshop on financial planning for like starting your business um but again that doesn't scale to the new orleans shrimp that's in miami so well it's gonna be hybrid that's what i was gonna say yeah the the virtual the virtual event is really you know kind of outreaching to all of our shrimp who are not in miami which as one of those shrimp i think is very important like i love being in the physical events with the shrimp but feasibility wise i can't be in miami every two weeks you know um mm-hmm. but i can be in a discord chat every week with the shrimp mm-hmm. uh and yeah so i think you know as as kind of we grow and expand out of miami it's gonna be a lot more important to have engaging and valuable um virtual events that aren't just lecture style yeah, more participation. And I think the key that we've seen in in kind of 2021 from the shrimp 
is when you can get people into a group of five, magic happens. Magic happens in groups of five. I'm just going to like make mm -hmm. that claim and trademark that right now. But it really does because you, you're small enough like that I like, I like it. you have, and I'm talking virtual, but I think it works for virtual and physical. Like a dinner of five or, or a virtual event of five, you can't hide, right? There's only five of you. If you're, you know, dicking around and you're answering emails on a virtual event, it's going to be noticed. If you're on your phone at a dinner of five people, you're going to notice and be like, hey, like, what's good? you know, are you here or not? Um, and it's also enough where you don't have to say something every second, right? There's enough kind of different voices. Um but and you and can kind of collect up with each other very well. Mm -hmm. You when can make collective time, decisions. Yeah. I think maybe is that a new, a new law that we're gonna have to see? You know that we're gonna have to test out is how do we five? get people in groups of five? I I think that's gonna have to be the podcast title, the Rule of Five. <laughs> I like it. I've seen it work. I've seen it. I've seen it work in a lot of different community building aspects. It works for teams, it works for collaboration, the accountability of, you know, staying engaged and following up. But um, but yeah, we're, I think we're in an interesting spot, a little like maybe segue or zoom out, but we're in an interesting spot, which I think is where projects kind of succeed or fail, right? We're going through in any, yeah. in any kind of adoption of new technology or ideas or whatever there's there's oh man we got to pull up the chart i think it's called the do you know what i'm talking about it's that chart that's a big spike and then it draws out and then it grows right what is that called it's called like the oh. chart of disillusion what is it wow i just spelled disillusion unbelievably wrong <laughs> chart of new technology adoption you know what i'm talking about right i feel like i know no? what you're talking about but i'm not gonna say that i know what you're talking about it's called oh man i really oh here it is what is this called the hype cycle oh the hype cycle there it is let me let me pull that up i was, the hype I was cycle. Of, like, exponential growth stuff no 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 check this out okay yeah yeah i see you i see you so in the hype cycle you have expectations and time right on both the axes expectation on what is that the y-axis so you have the peak of inflated expectations that's the top right that's like the mint you know what oh. i mean then you're always this happens in everything I, it's like i, I feel like i this i've come back to this in so many different things in my life whether it's a new company or whatever it is relationships all sorts of stuff like you have this peak then you have the trough of disillusionment and then you have the slope of enlightenment they call it that's deep the slope of enlightenment which mm -hmm. the plateau of productivity right so it's it's up it's down and then yeah. it's progressive and so i i go ahead i was gonna say i i know i really like that i and from like a kind of zoomed out level of that, Gartner did a lot of like presentations at LSU uh, in the sales, um, like business school, incredible company. Like the people there are so smart. They 
So I see Gardner's name attached to this, and I'm kind of like locked in. I, I feel like it's reputable. Yeah, they might have even like made this because you know Gardner's got their whole they method did, and stuff like that. It. They have the it for like every industry. Cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing, but it works. Like it's it's in every startup I've had or business. It's it's the truth. I've I've seen it in all sorts of things. It works on a macro level, works on a micro level, but I think. I don't know. When you're looking at it, where do you think we are? I, I think we're probably honestly at the I think we're probably somewhere in that bottom loop right now. Because just on our timing, because you look at it on time. It's not like I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to FUD. This is no FUD. I'm just talking like no. you know, we're building a community that's like it's the truth of time. And I see that in every NFT project, you know as well like they're all susceptible to this and it's how do yeah, we now yeah. i think i think it's even you know reflective on just just human nature you know you you start something and you're so into it and you're almost in like the honeymoon phase like you, you can even you know related to like going to the gym like you, you start going to the gym and you're going two weeks strong every single day you're super hype about it and you just kind of like peter off and there's mm -hmm. i mean not anything in life is like that and i feel like that is a good way to to do it you know especially you talk about crypto prices and stuff kind of on a drawback so people are kind mm -hmm. of oh what's going on here um mm -hmm. and, I, and I, I think, think it's i think you nailed you, go ahead I was gonna say I just I agree I think we're somewhere on that on that trial disillusionment cycle <laughs> right now, and I feel like that's where what's that saying where the tough get going? What is that saying? Uh, where the you know what yeah, I mean? When, the when, going when gets the tough, going the gets tough, tough get going. The tough gets going. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this this is I hope this doesn't like translate to fud or anything like that because it's completely not. It's more of just like i don't think it does thinking about thinking about this and it's you know this happens when you buy a new car this happens like you said it's honeymoon phase and all that now as a team we've been really focused on how do we how do we brick by brick like deliver on all of that because even if the like there's even if like an expectation hype changes based on time the proofs in the pudding you know what i mean people are getting jobs out of the hack mm. house people are getting a company funded people are making great connections but i almost feel like there's a huge level of you mentioned it earlier of i guess that like um kind of what's it what's it called when you know when something's coming it's like like sunday dinner what did you say about sunday dinner people know what it is so you kind of have to change things up a little bit to, you know, create new intrigue or new interest on things, even though it might just be, you know what Talk I'm saying? Like I don't know. I, I'm not articulating right. Maybe burnout is a good one. Like you said, Sunday dinner, it's like maybe you're burnt out of a Sunday dinner of listening to a speaker. Yeah. So it's it's just you get familiarity with a subject and it loses that shine that newness and it, it, it's just kind of 
blends into the everyday and so when it when it when it does that it's easier for new things to come in and take its place um and mm-hmm. yeah i think but I think it's the also way we get pa- i think the way we get past that I- is like you said just brick by brick like i think we're doing it right the proof is in the pudding we are seeing results come out of the shrimp and i think you know we have our big picture goals but every day we are out here grinding and making stuff happen and you know we're two we're two of the most like optimistic guys out there on the shrimp this cannot be misconstrued as fun we're calling it how we see it we're talking real about something that we're passionate about um but yeah i think i think every single day we're just out here focused on how are we making the shrimp a little bit better today yeah because i think the uh the yeah the other i think this is where people get squirrely to be honest because you Mm -hmm. can see i've I've just seen in other instances but it's like you have that that you know peak of enlightenment or the peak of excitement whatever it's called you have the hype cycle and then people get squirrely because they say oh you know this is you know there's not as much activity in the discord or whatever it is people get squirrely and they start making rash decisions of things that aren't in the thesis whereas like you said if we just stick to the thesis brick by brick and know that this is a mac this is a trend kind of outside of our control but mm-hmm. brick by brick you just keep delivering value um and there's a i think there's an art to it of kind of mixing it up not trying to pull, you know, like a, a rabbit out of a hat every every seven days, because then you get yeah. yourself in trouble. That then you're then you're completely overstretched, outpromising, trying to do crazy shit that is outside the scope. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm just talking through this. I don't think we can even focus on like like the hype cycle too much because then that's like, oh, we're in this like trough of disillusionment. You know what comes next? The slope of enlightenment. Like we're doing good. Like, and I think I want us to keep pushing the envelope and seeing like really, um, like honest, honest. What is it like? Self, like being critical to ourselves and uh, like self-diagnosing issues and actually like looking at it like through a critical eye as founders. Like it's easy to be like hey, everything's going great, we're doing this great, but we need to stay open to the fact that maybe we're doing some things wrong Mm -hmm. and we need to be able to adapt and, you know, not not be so comfortable. Like, I'm I'm not comfortable that we're in the trough of disillusionment and we're about to be in the slope of enlightenment. Like, it sucks to me (laughs) that the, uh, and I wanna figure out how to fix it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, I think you're 100% right. I hope that that is the takeaway that that listeners will get, that this is not FUD, but this is founders being transparent and vulnerable that, like you said, care about mm-hmm. this and are working towards it every single day. Um, and also, know what I've realized, too? I feel like any FUD, <laughs> any FUD on the shrimp <laughs> has, like, come from one like like a moment of like the team 
oh, being like extremely over like you know what I mean just like going off the deep end and like fudding the team from within the team we, which is hilarious but then it's like you talk with people yeah yeah then you like then you gotta zoom out and then you talk with people like we're coming off Miami Hack Week which was uh, seven days of unbelievable events and great successes all around um, but it's funny because <laughs> you know like we're sitting here talking about about that it's 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 like sometimes team induced but yeah, it's just funny definitely. but that means that you know the team is holding each other to a high standard you know what i mean we have a very high standard yeah i agree i agree i think there i think there's highs and lows and you know we recognize our highs and we recognize our lows and we're pretty good about ignoring both of them and just mm -hmm. doing our thing brick by brick mm -hmm. it is uh yeah, it's you got to keep that even keel because the emotions, the highs are highs, lows are lows. But anyway, I think we should wrap there. What would you title this episode? Because we, we like, we started on some tactical stuff and then we just got into the the hype cycle and the curve of disillusionment and enlightenment. So, what do you what do you title in this? <laughs> I like I kind of like um, I kind of like the hype cycle. I don't know. Is that like trademarked? No, I don't think Gartner's yeah. gonna come after us for naming our podcast the hype a, cycle. I don't think so. We can use that. I think, I think the hype cycle, comma, <laughs> the um, hype cycle, comma. Um, what was the five? The five person method. What, what did I call that? The rule of five. The, the rule, rule of five. five. And uh, and Bo, <laughs> that's the title. And Bo, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome, good stuff, man. Good well, stuff. I will catch you yeah. next week, and uh, we're starting the countdown officially till Mardi Gras. So I'll be on your couch, well, we gotta, we gotta hanging out. On our on uh, our on our on episode rating. What do we think? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you hit it first. You hit it first. What are you feeling? I think it was another high episode, man. I'm <laughs> a plus. A. No, no technical difficulties, bro. Um, yeah. And our drinks going. We had some really, really good conversation. Like I barely had anything planned for this episode. And so the fact that we just had national conversation that I think was relevant and valuable for 46 minutes after already talking about it for half an hour. Like, yeah, I, there was definitely a moment at like minute 17 where we kind of got through all of our notes and I was like, man, this is going to be a 30 minute episode for sure. I thought we were going to cut it at 25. And then we just got was... into like some deep stuff. And I feel like every, I hope you know, we got to look at the stats, see you know how many listens, stuff like that. But I hope that the people who are listening to this are are getting this raw behind the scenes of building the shrimp because that's yeah, how we're talking about it. You know what I mean? I, I'm 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 putting it all out there, bro. I think our better our better segment is the end. Like, I mean, it's great that I have notes over what I want to talk about from like the previous week, but like once we get into our flow and we're literally just talking to each other about the shrimp instead of trying to hit bullet points of stuff that we wanted to talk about like 
that's when we're really talking. Like, we bring up good points. We talk about deep stuff. We get a little bit vulnerable about how we're feeling about the shrimp. And I think that's good. I think the bullets serve a purpose because it's kind of like an intro and announcements. Of a little warm-up. A little warm-up. Yeah, we're warming up. Yeah. So, I think... In the future, you know, we started off Shrimp Tales thinking, like, five bullet points from each of us for the week, bro. Two bullet points. No way. Tops. Max. Two bullet points, <laughs> tops. I agree. I agree. Not, in, not including Shrimp of the Week. Shrimp of the Week is every single week and then two bullet points, tops. I like it. I like the new format. We got into some good building public stuff here. So, thank yeah, you, everybody. Absolutely. It's been another A-plus <laughs> shrimp tails oh, <laughs> we'll see you next week <laughs>